they just had another year. Because when you go into a new year, then you have to have a newness about yourself. All right, and so if we remember last week, we talked about some things we needed to do before we could get into a new year. And one of the things I used was step four and uh, the 12 steps program. We have a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And the reason that we have that, if you're going into a new place, then you need to take an inventory of yourself so that you don't take old stuff in a new place. Usually when somebody, it's like buying a house. When somebody buys a new house, they kind of throw away the old things and put new things in it. A lot of people redo the whole home. And especially some of you women would understand, if you went into a new house, you got excited, you want new cooking, yeah. cookingware. Yeah. Yes, you want to do that. So when, this is what it means. So we have to do the inventory of ourselves. If we don't do the inventory of ourselves and search for those things, we're not going to have a new year. We're going to have a, another year. And so for, uh, uh, and then we talked, so that's why we do that. That's why we take that inventory of ourselves. And then, you know, I use, uh, remember I talked to you about Kobe Bryant talking to the, uh, the team of uh, Alabama. And uh, he had told them that if they wanted to be greatness, because we all know how great he was, he says after every game, he would edit himself and he told the players to edit themselves. And I told the congregation and friends here, families here, you need to edit yourself. So the reason you edit yourself, you want to make some changes, you have to edit yourself to know what changes you need to make. And, and that's in any family, that's husbands and wives, you know, that's spouses, you got, you got to edit yourself, you know, and sit down as a family and edit your activity that's going on in your, uh, as a family or as individual, edit yourself. What should I do? What do I need to change? Because I don't want to take oldness into a new place. And so when I edit myself, then I find some things in there that I need to get rid of. And so we talked about that. And so then, then we went to the affirmation that we'll use for the rest of the year. Uh, winning is a habit. Watch your thoughts. And that is one of the key things. So was a man think of in his heart, so is he. That's a scripture. You can look it up yourself. So you have to watch your thoughts. Your thoughts can, you know, your thoughts can become your reality. You got to be very careful of that. You know, they become your beliefs. Winning is a habit. Watch your thoughts. They become your beliefs. Watch your beliefs. They become your words. And a lot of people, people are listening to what you're saying. You got to watch your words. Negative words bring a negative spirit, a negative attitude. So it says, watch your beliefs and they become your words. So be careful. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your words, they become your actions. Remember, we're going into something new, so we're going to watch things now. Watch your actions, they become your habits. We need to, some habits need to be, we're not taking old habits into a new year. I said, watch your habits, they become your character. And character is what, who you are in the dark. All right, and for you young people, character is who, how you act when your parents are not around. Yeah, that, that, that shows your character. Are, are in, as adults, it shows when family members are not around, husband, wife, children, how do we act? You see, what, what is our true character? You see, so we have to watch our habits, they become our characters. And then we went down to 12 and 1, uh, excuse me, Hebrews 12 and 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders, 
And so sometimes we're going into, if you're going into someplace new, why would you take something that hinders you? Actually, you can't take anything that hinders you and going to something new because it's going to hinder you from taking that step into newness. Amen to that? And every sin that's so easy to entangle us, we got to get rid of some, you know, we should not be committing the same sins in 2021 that we did in 2020. You know what entangled you. You don't want to take that into there and let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. We, now, let us run with perseverance the race that's marked out for us. That means we have a future. Mm-hmm. All right? Fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. That's who we're looking at. Uh, we don't look at self anymore. We're not looking at other people. Our role model, our spiritual role model is Jesus. And we're fixing our eyes on Jesus. Then we went to Philippians, I think. Philippians 3 and 12 through the Passion. I admit that I haven't yet required the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. And that's a good thing. When you have not got to where you pursue, that means you have a future. That's why we're going into the new year pursuing newness. Isn't that right? I run with passion, and that's the only way to do life, is to run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill. That's what this whole thing's about, you see? Not for the audience, but for Jesus Christ. And, 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 wants, and he wants me to discover. If God wants me to discover, he wants me to discover some newness, then that means I have a future. Are you with me? And so that's what we done on last week. And that was a good thing for all of us. We want, listen to me. We don't, anything that's not growing is dead, right? So we're we here, we, not just another year, not just another year, people. This is a new year. I want to say it again. Some people just have another year. We don't want just another year. We want a new year. Well, you can't have a new year if you still have the same old attitude because you have the same spiritual altitude. So that means that's what you stuck there. And the worst place to be is to be stuck, right? Because I want the new, I want 2021, I want to walk in the newness of Christ. I want to keep persevering what he has for me. Because in spirit realm, in the spirit realm, there's a thing called elevations. You keep elevating, 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 elevating. Many of you are going to watch the football game today uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing, and they're not using their regular players because they don't want to get anybody injured. So they're calling in some of the players that's been sitting on the bench all year, and some is at the lower level, and they're going to bring them in today. So that is an elevation for them and an opportunity for them to show their talents and abilities. Somebody's going to take advantage of that opportunity, and yeah, they're going to play hard so next year they can get a contract. Is that right? And so uh, that's, that's what it's all about. Each day, uh, let me tell you something, each day of your life, that's how you're to live your life. Each day of your life, you want to get to a higher spiritual elevation. That's how it is, okay, you with me? And so I don't want to be the same man in any aspect of my life that I was in 2020. I want a new life, I want to walk in the newness of Christ, I'm excited about it. You know, some people talked about what 2020 done. Sure, there were some things in 2020, a lot of confusion and a lot of chaos. 
But, you, but some of us weren't in the midst of that confusion and chaos. God is still God. He's still on the throne. You can't vote him in or out. He's, 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 he's still who he is, right? And if he's still who he is, then we still who we are, right? The only difference is there's going to be a brand new me, right? A brand new me with, with a brand new ideals, right? Brand new abilities, brand new courage to go into 2021. And so that's what we, we're talking about. And so there's a parable, I'll, we'll read it, but I'm going to use the uh, passion. But in the Old Testament, it's talking about Jesus. Said, Don't put no, no uh, old wine in a new, in a, in a new uh, pouch, you see. And we're going to deal with that. Uh, and, but now all you theologians, I understand that what he was doing, he was talking to uh, the children. They were Jews, talking to the children. They had their old laws. And he was talking about their laws, okay? I, I understand that. I know that. But this is not what I'm doing. It's a parable. He's using that parable to tell them about law. I'm going to use this parable to talk about our character. You see, we're going to be the pouch as individuals. You see, so it's a parable. Remember, it's a parable. Don't be saying, well, pastor, it meant this. And he was talking to them. Well, I ain't talking to them. I'm talking to you. You see? All right. So we're going to use this parable and we're going to talk to us as individuals because some of us want to grow. We're excited about what God has set up for us. Yes, yes you ought to be excited about this. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. Yes, and this is in Matthew 9, verse 16 and 17 from the Passion. And he says, who would mend worn out clothing with new fabric? He said, who would take some worn out clothing and put some new fabric on it? You see? That ain't going to work. You see, who would do that? And he's trying to tell them because he's talking religion. I'm talking lifestyle. I'm talking Christi your, your Christian lifestyle here. You can't take something new and put it on something old. Something going to happen. Something got to give. All right. When the new cloth shrinks, it will rip. Yeah, when it shrinks, it's going to rip. Mm -hmm. All right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rip and make holes worse than it was before. So you, you can't do that. And we're going to talk about that. It's going to just string and it's going to rip, rip, and things are going to be worse than they were before. Wow. That's right. Okay? And who would pour fresh new wine into an old wine skin? And so he's telling them there, who, because they understand that. They understood that. So he's using this as a parable. Who would pour fresh wine into an old uh, uh, wine skin? Wow. Who does that? And that's what he's trying to do, tell them, of course, he's talking to religion, I'm talking lifestyle here. How are you going to pour what you had yesterday and talk about you're going to have a new year? That ain't going to work. You see? You're taking that old attitude and trying to say, I'm walking in the newness of Christ. No, you ain't. No, you're not. You're taking those new thoughts and think you're going to be another person. No, so is a man think of in his heart, so is he. If you think old, you'll be old. I'm not talking age now. I'm talking thoughts. All right? Eventually, the wine will ferment. Eventually, this wine will ferment. And when it, when it ferments, and I'm, we're going to use this, this is what will happen to you as an individual, because I'm talking individual. Say that, individuals. individuals. This is when you try to put new wisdom, new knowledge, new understanding, and, and it will ferment, okay? And ferment, the way we're going to use it today, means a, to be a what? In a state of agitation. You'll be in a state of agitation. Mm -hmm. That new stuff, you put that in that old attitude, 
that old person, it's going to be, it's going to agitate you. Right. All right. Or an intense activity. And it's going to be intense. In, in other words, it's get bring on some anxiety mm -hmm. and stress. All right. And unrest. That's right. Because it's going to unrest. You're going to live in unrest. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And everything ferments in him, his thoughts, his sensations. Yes, it's whatever thing ferments now, his thoughts, your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You remember now, it's going to mess with you. It's going to mess with your thoughts, mm -hmm. sensations, and his memory. Nothing stays quiet. It's going to be a whole lot of stuff going on in your head because you're trying to mix something. You're trying to put something old into something new, and that thing's going to tear your head up. That's right. You understand? Yeah. It won't work. You see, you can't take come into uh, 2021 angry. Right. Right. Exactly. And how about you going to have a new year? No, you ain't. No, you're not. You got to get rid of that. Because if you keep it in there, sooner or later, it's going to ferment. You can do good for a minute, then uh, uh, it's going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. and, and nothing stays quiet. It's going to be the screaming in your head. Mm -hmm. It's still in your head because you truly didn't get rid of it. Right. New has to have new. Right. Period. Uh, go ahead. And then he is provoked. He's provoked. In turmoil and has restlessness. That's what's going to happen. You can't rest because you got, you're trying to put old and new together. That won't work. You know, one of them has to be superior over the other. And so what you got is, a, you got a war going on in your suki or your soul. There's going to be a war going on because the new and the old are struggling against each other. You see, one of them has to be superior over the other. And so that's why he said, no, 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 no. You can't put new wine in an old vessel. I'm saying you can't put new, no, you can't put new uh, 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 spirituality in an old. Right. In an old person. It won't work. You see? So we, we, we come in difference. We want to walk as Christ, talk as Christ, think as Christ. Well, we can't have that if we got Satan in there with his ideals or the flesh and his, their ideals struggling against each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we got to either let it go. So now go. I'm walking in the newness of Christ. If I walk in the newness of Christ, totally the newness of Christ, I got to be a whole new person. Yeah. Let me say this. Now I'm going to a different way because so you know how I am as coaching here and talking. That you want to be healthy. There's a lot of people who say, I want to be healthy this year. I want to take better care of my health and eat the same thing you ate last year. How is that going to work? I want our family to be together. I want more love in our family. I want to love my spouse more. I want to love my children more. Children love their parents more. We want to get along, but have the same attitudes. You want, to, you want the newness in your home. I'm talking about home now. I'm not talking about in your home. You want newness in your home. Well, you can't take all those old, yes, anger, things that were said. All of this stuff has to stay over there. And you have to be free of that. Okay? Or it's going to burst. Okay? In other words, we say in our time, it'll blow your mind. All right? Because here at Christ Temple North, we're not a church that deals with a lot of theology. You know, because that's not what I do. You know, I'm more of a spiritual coach type guy. You know, I know Moses and all that, that's good for people who need it, but we need to clean up these households. And we can't clean up these households until we become new people in Christ. And before we can become new people in Christ, we have to empty out that old and allow the Holy Spirit to have the room to, to come in and take care of our lives. That's what we're about in here. All right, that's what we're about in here, you see. I want, we want to be healthy spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. 
you see? So our old, our, our old ideals didn't work. So we got to get rid of them. Right. We're coming to the newness of Christ. Yeah. There are some things that some people, you know, I think out of a few weeks, we'll have a new president. Right. All right? And people think that's going to change their life. No, it ain't. No. It's not going to change this country. You know, we're just going to have a new president. Right. You see? But some of us, we're not dependent on a new president to change our lives. Right. We're dependent on the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and change our lives. And when the Holy Spirit comes in, we want to give him permission because he ain't going to, you know, he ain't going to just walk in. We're going to give him permission to say, Holy Spirit, take all that old stuff out of my life. Those old ideals, that old attitude. Take all that out. Okay? And you know what it is, whatever's in your life. Yeah, so, so here we go. Keep going, please. So again, new wine being poured into an old wineskin. The wine will ferment and make the wine skin burst. So we, some people go and burst because they, they, it won't work. You're going to burst. Yeah. You can't pour it in there. That's right. You see? New wine. New pouch. New lifestyle. New person. Amen. All right? And losing everything. The wine is spilled and the and wine And you wind up losing ruined. what? Everything. Yeah. You fool around and this is what's going to happen. And I can see it. We got folks that's trying to stay with their old ways, their old attitudes and all this. They're going to come to church a little bit. Church ain't going to do it. You got to let the Holy Spirit come in and do some cleaning. You got to leave some stuff behind. If you're not careful, you're going to lose everything. And see, sometimes there's a lot of people, don't get y'all get mad at me. This is why you need to be, and we have a lot more people outside of the church listening to the message than inside the church. You see, you need to listen to messages so you can grow. Because what's going to happen is sooner or later, you're going to lose everything because you're not pouring in new wine. You want a, a new attitude. Wait a minute, you want a new home. You want a new attitude in your home. Well, you've got to pour out some stuff so the stuff can be poured in. Because you can't mix them. One of them has to go. So some people need to say, get together and hold hands and pray in their household and say, Lord, we pouring out all that old mm -hmm. and we want the Holy Spirit to pour in the new. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 Amen. yes. All right. And as it says, it's instead the new wine is always poured into a new wineskin so, so that both are preserved. So you want to preserve your marriage? You want to preserve your family? Find this? Well, you got to do what? Read that part again. Pour what? Where? Always pour into a new yeah. wineskin. You, you got to pour into a new person, mm -hmm. a so, new personality. That's right. Yeah, a new character, Amen. right? right. A new attitude, right? Mm -hmm. You got to pour. Yes. Amen. You got to pour that into that. Yes. That's right. Yes. All right. So that they are both preserved. So both will be preserved. In other words, I'll just use this to help us out because we taught my family, we got to pour in God's word into our lives. Amen. We got to pour God's words into our spirits, yeah. right? Because you can't have spiritual discipline and not pour spiritual wine in, which would be the word of God, because I'm using this as a parable, right. you see? And so you all that are listening to me that are struggling in your life, you might want to ask yourself, what am I allowing to be poured in me? Mm -hmm. What's getting poured in me? Amen. You see? Or you might want to ask yourself, is there room for anything to be poured in me? Or am I filled up full of hate and anger 
and jealousy and spite, backbiting, undermining, gossip, lying. You see? There's no room. You know, in Christmas, all of you all were looking at Jesus being born and, and uh, of course his father was going around knocking on doors to try to find a place and they said there's no room in the inn. Remember that? Well, as the Holy Spirit comes to your life and, and huh, huh? with wisdom and knowledge and understanding and, you t and he'll find out, he said, well, there's no room because I'm all filled up. I'm all filled up. You need to ask yourself that. So there can't be no new wine poured in because you're all filled up with old wine. All right? All right. Now let's turn to Romans 13, verse 14. And I've always liked that because it, uh, rather close yourself with Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. you see, because we're talking about being one. Uh, We've we, we been that little pouch thing. We as individuals. If you want to listen to me, if you want a new life going in, it doesn't matter how much biblical you know. I know some people that can tear the Bible up, got a lot of biblical knowledge, and life is full of hell. You say, oh yeah, oh, plenty of them. No, it ain't what you know, it's who you are. You see? Yeah. You see? You see? How are you dressed? How are you dressed? Yeah, how are you dressed is who, that's your attitude. You see, rather clothe yourself with Jesus Christ. Are you clothed with Jesus Christ? When people look at you, they can see Jesus Christ. You see, because this is what it's about. And do not think about how, I mean, this is the things that uh, when you get clothed with Jesus Christ, it's, there's nothing, there's a greater feeling about that. You see, you lose your old identity and you have a new identity. You see, you don't, you're addressed with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And people want it, they want to know who you are. Because you dress different. And I'm not talking about in the clothes, I'm talking about in the spirit. Yeah. All right? And do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. And you don't think anymore about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Things that used to be important to me, they're not important to me any places. You, know? you see? You know, there was a song years ago, the things I used to do, Lord, I don't do no more. Some of y'all, so some of y'all remember that. Yeah, because when I used to go, used to go, Brother Trevor, I went to go places to gratify my flesh. But now that I've changed, you see, I, I, I don't go there no more because I'm not doing the things to gratify my flesh anymore because I'm clothed with Christ. When I'm clothed with Christ, then I don't have a taste for those things anymore. You see? You see? And the New King James says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, and I want to, you know, I, I'm a repeat guy. Put on who? The Lord Jesus Christ. So for me to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, I had to put off Johnny Fields. Because Johnny Fields would get me in trouble. You know, when, when people used to call me one, the, the whole name. They would never call me Johnny or Fields. Johnny Fields. I'm like, whoa. When somebody said, Brother Raven, somebody said, Johnny Fields, I know. You see, I remember my daughter, her middle name is Lynette, Marco Lynette, all right? And she said when she, uh, you know, she, her life changed. She got married and became a strong Christian, and she was on the plaza, and somebody said, hey, Lynette. She said she kept on moving <laughs> because her, her, Lynette was her street name. I called it something else, but that, that's, that was her, yeah. And see, so, you know, that's right. 
because I'm, I'm clothed with Christ now. So, and there was a song said, I told Jesus, it'd be all right if you change my name. You understand what I'm talking about? And the reason he could change my name is because I'm not that person anymore. Are y'all with me? All right. So again, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision. And make for the no flesh. provision, no provision for your flesh mm -hmm. to fulfill its lust, because the flesh is full of lust, and it's not always drugs and alcohol. It can be pride. And if you if you ain't seen that this year, and that ain't just President Trump, that's just a whole bunch of folks. Pride, if we're not careful, is going to take this nation down. That's all about pride. Pride has has forgot to serve the people. You see? And if we're not careful, and careful in here as individuals, pride will tear our household up. Yes. Period. Amen. You want to get destroy your household? Have pride. Mm -hmm. You see? You see, as, as men, sometimes pride, we say, oh, I'm the head of the house. You see, you're in trouble. You see, you, know, you can't be the head of the house. See, I'm, I'm in co-husband. Uh, uh, co, uh, uh, co-husband means I'm clothed with Christ. So me and him together, with his attitude, then I can say, okay, I can be head of the, the house. And Sister Gwen can say, oh, I can follow my husband. And they say, well, how do you do that? I follow him as he follows Christ. Listen, well, he can't follow Christ. Come on here. She won't follow me. She can't, I can't lead her unless I'm clothed with Christ. If I'm clothed, clothed with Christ, she has no problem following me as I follow Christ. Paul talked about it in one of the scriptures. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. You men on there listen to me. Quit trying to be the man of the house. Yeah? Be clothed with Christ. If you're clothed with Christ, that means... Christ is first, you second, you see? And your, and your wife will love it because she, you know, you won't have to dress up because your character, you'll be with Christ. That's Christ, you see? Your attitude towards your family will be as Christ, you see? Christ laid his life down. Yeah, he did, you see? It's easy to be the head of the house and to love your wife as Christ says, love the church. That's what the book says, right? Christ laid his life down for the church. He's asking us, you be the head of the house, he's asking you uh, to give your life to your wife and, the, and your family. You can do that if you're clothed with Christ. And if she's clothed with Christ, nobody's gonna use or misuse or abuse anybody because you're walking in the newness of Christ and everybody's clothed with Christ. All right, children, husband, wife, and children, all walking together, all dressed alike. Yeah. It's good to see if you ever go to the mall or someplace and you, you know it's a family because they're all dressed alike. Well, we need to be able to go someplace. You all just got families. Go someplace and all be dressed alike, all dressed and clothed with Christ. Amen. Identical twins, clothed, looking alike. Clothed with Christ. Okay, I don't know where I'm at. Uh, the Passion says, instead, fully immerse yourselves. And, and this is one of the things that I have been talking about to some people in Christ Temple North, some men in Christ Temple. 
You have to submerge yourself into the Lord Jesus. You got to read that Bible. You got to meditate on God's word. You got to stay in prayer. You have to submerge us and not Sunday, just Sunday. That's every day. You need to do something to submerge yourself into the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. And don't waste even one moment's thoughts on your former identity. Ain't got to think about who I was. So don't even think about who you used to be. Because see, sometimes when you start thinking what how you used to be, if you're not careful, you'll start being who you used to be. But now that you clothed with Christ, you don't think about, you won't waste a moment thinking about your former life. Some of you all has been in some bad situations and circumstance, and don't be angry because there's some people you put out of your life. You needed to put them out of your life. I'll say it again, you needed to put out of your life. The thoughts on your former life? No. We're not doing that. You don't even think about this. Somebody may call you up and say, you remember when? No, I don't remember. Yes, there ain't, because see, and I'm not, I'll call you up. Do you know your so-and-so? No, I don't know. I don't have a so-and-so. Y'all know how people talk. Come on. That's right. Because we here trying to grow. And it's like I say, I laugh and and I t- tell people sometimes, no, I don't deal with theology too much. I got, a, I got folks over here that once they get saved, they need to learn how to live. I, I, I talked to uh, Bishop Herndon Barber, I call him, and uh, they have a tremendous ministry. And that's a lot of powerful theology. And, and of course, she's a theologian herself. But I try to tell them, no, you know, no, 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 that's not my style. I'm trying to get people to live the next life. I, I'm excuse me, not the next life, their life, so that they can be able to get to where some people can do theology. Because some people ain't ready for theology because they ain't got their life right with Christ yet. Amen. Amen. Y'all love me still, don't you? Yep. All right, here we go. So again, don't waste time thinking of your former identity or awaken your selfish desire. See, see, and, and, and don't think about it or awaken your selfish, don't go back there. Don't go back there. Don't go back there. You see? Don't go back there. I'm telling y'all, do not go back there. Amen? Amen. Thank you. I'm going to finish it up. Now we're going to go to Colossians 3, starting at verse 12 from the Passion. You are always and dearly loved by God. See, you know, I'm always and dearly loved by God. So robe, your, robe yourself with virtues. Uh-huh. That's morals. That's morals. You gotta, we got to robe ourselves with morals. I've been on both sides, I can tell you. I've lived without morals. But as you're born again and walk into the newness of Christ, now you robe yourself with morals. That's virtue of God since you have, since you have a new identity. I've said it, I'm using the word identity there. Chosen to be holy. We're chosen to be holy. Old woman's gone. There's a new lady. Old man's gone. There's a new gentleman. You see? And then it tells us, once you be born again, and that new wine is poured into us, I'm talking about in the spirit now, and once it's poured into us, we have new virtues. We're chosen to be holy. So we have to drink from the holy fountain. You can't drink and eat what we used to eat. I'm talking in the spirit now. All right, be merciful. Go ahead. 
as you endeavor to understand others. So it used to be all about me, but now I'm born again, walking in the newness of Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm want to understand other people. Right. And I'm more compassionate. Mm -hmm. I'm more compassionate. And it should be easy for some of you because we know from where we came from. Amen. Showing kindness toward one another. Mm -hmm. This needs to happen in the church. Amen. This was a church he's talking to. This is where we want to, as the kids say, this is where we want to roll in Christ Temple North now that we walk in, in the newness of Christ. Amen. We got to show compassion toward one another. Yeah. Be gentle and humble. That's right. Unoffendable in your patience with others. Yeah, and be with patience with others. Mm -hmm. Lord help us. I'm not going to, Lord help me. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Verse 13, tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith. He says, tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith. He's talking about Christian people. He's talking about church folks forgiving one another in the same way that you, hey, wait a minute, have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about how Jesus Christ has forgiven me of all my sins, but he's asking me to do the same thing for other people. That's, that's the word. That's right. All right. And if you find fault with someone, release the same gift of forgiveness to them. And so when you find fault in someone, release the same type of forgiveness that was forgiven to you. You see? You see, because you're clothed now in Christ, then you have to have the attitude of Christ and the love of Christ for other people. You see? You see, see, I'm just going to use this for parable. Say parable. parable. I am so sick of people talking about President Trump. Pray. God may tell you, uh, you don't need to pray. I put him there so you would pray. Sometimes he has to shake people up to get them where they need to be. Get them, get them from up here, get you down here. Are y'all with me? All right. For love is supreme. So what is supreme saying? Love. Love is supreme. That's what every household ought to have. Households are lacking love. And if households are lacking love, communities are lacking love. And if communities are lacking love, right, this country's lacking love. We hear, we hear this. Now, this is me. I've got to say this. This is my testimony. I'm getting sick of the, um, the mayor taking responsibility of folks shooting folks up. Then the police department, no, 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 no. You can't have somebody living in every house. We have forgotten the supreme power is love until we love one another and respect one another. That rate's going to keep going up. Love must flow through each of us. These virtues, these are the virtues that must flow through us. Christ Temple North and you people in your homes. You need to talk about it with your children. This is the love is the supreme thing and it changes these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. You see, love becomes the mark of true maturity. All right. All right. Here we go. And let your heart be always guided by the peace of the anointed one. And let your heart always be guided by the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Always be guarded by that. Mm -hmm. Always be guided by peace. And he said that once. Jesus says it once. And he said to the disciples, he says, when he's leaving it, and I'll give you my peace. Mm 
You see, and I can tell you this about my house. I just love it. It's so peaceful in there. I love the peace of God. All right. I, I love being able to go to sleep. And I have to kick in my sleep to have peace. All right. And who called you to peace as part of his one body. Always be thankful. And always be what? Thankful. And always be what? Thankful. And always be what? Thankful. Think about it. That's right. I tell people all the time, I'm glad to be American. I don't care how bad it is. It ain't a communist country. You ain't seen bad. Turn your TV on to see how other people are living. I'm grateful and I'm thankful. All right? I remember uh, when, you know, I'm grateful now for all the blessings God has given me because there was a time when I was grateful when we could get spam. Remember the spam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Powdered milk, powdered cheese. Hmm? Everybody in here, I know most of you. You got a lot to be thankful for. You got jobs, you see? Come on here. And if you really truly are in Christ, I'm the one of the things that I'm mostly thankful for is, is the first lady, my wife. Right? Because they keep voting who's going to be the next president on and on and on, how many. But I know ain't none of them going to come if I'm on that sick bed. So that's why I'm grateful for my wife. Y'all call her the first lady because it's a title. I call her the first lady because that's what she is in my life. And I'm thankful about that. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful for all of you all that Christ up north, you're paying your tithes and giving your office, sending it in and taking this church, keeping it running. And when everything gets back, we'll be able to get back together because of, I'm grateful and thankful for what you're doing, supporting this ministry. Mm-hmm. All right? right. Reading, I'm a little long. I'm trying to finish this up, okay? <laughs> let the word of Christ live in you richly. Yes, let the word, the word of Christ live in you richly. Flooding you with all wisdom. Households, pray and ask God to flood your spirit and your conscience with wisdom. That's what we need in our household is wisdom. Wisdom will lead and guide you in the direction God would have you to be. And see, husbands and wives, and there's a lot of you on here, you need to get with your family. Pray about it. Ask God to flood our house with wisdom. Okay. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the Psalms. And that's what we can do in a household. We can do because the church is not, the, this building is, but you are the church. That's right. You can, you can use scriptures. It's amazing to me that people only do scriptures when it comes. No, no, no. In your household every day, somebody ought to be leading the devotion. Mm-hmm. And having Psalms, and he said, with a, uh, uh, and, and have praise and prophetic mm-hmm. songs, meaning songs like, and yet, you know, God, yes, Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. Anybody can sing, that's my figure, that's one of mine. Yes, Jesus loves me. Right. You see? That's right. And lastly, sing to God with all your heart. And sing to God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. He wants to hear a song that's coming from your heart, not your mouth. Mm-hmm. You see? God is good. So we're going to walk in the newness of Christ. Amen. 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 All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we got the message. We got the message. Got to get rid of them old attitudes. Get them out. We need to get, get rid of that old nature. 
get rid of that old nature that's causing confusion and tearing up our homes, tearing up our relationships, tearing up our families. We need to get rid of it. So we denounce any satanic activity or strategy in any of the homes that's in the sound of my voice, period. And so we want to walk in the newness of Christ. We want Christ-centered people, Christ-centered husbands, Christ-centered wives, fathers, mothers, children. We want, yes, brothers and sisters, we want Christ-centered. We want to be, and the only way we can have that is to be clothed with Christ. We want to be saved. And when we're saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, it's an easy thing to do. You put a robe of Christ on. And now we walk as Christ, talk as Christ, think as Christ, and we treat each other like Jesus Christ would treat us. That's all you're asking us to do, and you're giving us the tools to do it. This is our prayer in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, all right.